0: Welcome to the Good and Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Clark, and I hope you guys are having such a good day so far, or have had a good day, depending on what time you're listening to this at. For me, it's currently a Friday morning, and I've got the day off from work today, and I am really excited about that because I actually have a lot to get done and I want to share a little life update with you guys. I am officially moving. This is so exciting. This is something that I have been really praying about for a while this year. Um, definitely an answered prayer. I really wanted to make sure that I was in partnership with the Lord on this in regard to what area of Atlanta he wanted me to move, um, what the situation would look like, etc. There was a lot of thought going into this just because um, I like to you know, think about the pros and cons for a lot of things a lot. I can be impulsive at times, I can be spontaneous, but when it comes to something like this, such a big decision, like moving um, to a big city, and there's so many different options, I wanted to, of course, run this by the Lord, and just make sure that I am exactly where the Lord wants me to be, and in the perfect situation, um, I'm living with a roommate, so I had prayed a lot regarding who the Lord wants me to live with, stuff like that, just praying for the perfect situation to come about, and I definitely know that All things are working out for good right now as we speak. I know the timing is definitely perfect with this. Um, As I'm recording this episode, it's mid-December. And so it was nice that after I moved home from my college town at the end of... It was the end of July. No, it was the beginning of July. It was as soon as I came home from my Europe trip, which I came back from that at the end of June. So I had like a week or so in July to celebrate my birthday and just kind of recover (laughs) and then get back to work. And then one of those weekends in July, I remember moving home from Athens, and I just ended up living at my dad's house. And so this entire fall season, I have been commuting from my dad's house at home to Atlanta for work. And it's just been such a long drive. It's like an hour over an hour at this point, just because, you know, with people going back into the office for work more days out of the week, um, and I go in the office for out of the five days of the work week. And so you know, I spend a lot of time in the car. And if you've listened to my previous episodes, you know that I have said that I am really thankful for the time that I spend in the car just because I have learned to dedicate that time to spending quality time with the Lord and being productive in that way, like listening to Christian podcasts, listening to my worship music, spending time with the Lord in prayer and like listening to the Bible even on the Bible app. And so I've been really thankful for this time. But at the same time, I i mean, I have been very tired of driving and being in atlanta traffic for so long it's honestly the most exhausting thing and doing that for a while is just not sustainable i know that a lot of people do it and they have been doing it for a long time which honestly props to you but basically i just need to move to atlanta so i can be close to my church close to my friends close to my work and there's a lot of reasons involved as to why i have chosen to move to atlanta And so I'm really excited that something worked out, and I'm really excited that the Lord has provided me with such a perfect opportunity. Um, I was debating on doing a few different routes in regards to moving to Atlanta, like different areas of the city, or um, doing like a ministry opportunity where they would set me up at a place. And I had really prayed about that opportunity and it didn't work out with like the timing of when I had applied for this position and stuff like that. But in the moments when I was applying for this role and going through the interview process, my faith was really challenged and it was a really good thing. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about my faith and where I'm at right now. I learned about how I love to do ministry and how I love to serve and to love people more so in like a relational style of evangelism. I don't think that the whole process of trying to figure out like if the Lord wants me to do ministry in that way or if I should just move to Atlanta um, and just have more time to spend with the podcast and other stuff that I'm doing on the side uh, besides work. Um, I just prayed a lot about that and I'm really thankful that, I have this opportunity to move to Atlanta and just kind of get settled in living in the city, try to figure things out, like figure out where things are, I guess, because like I've grown up around the Atlanta area my basically my entire life since I can remember. I think that living in the city is definitely very different than living outside of the city and then visiting the city some days out of the year. So I'm really excited. All about to say the Lord definitely answered my prayer. And if y'all have listened to the podcast episodes in the past few months, you know that this is something that I have really been praying about, really been talking about, lots of different options and stuff like that. But Really glad something has worked out. So basically this morning, I took the day off from work just because I have a lot of PTO days that I need to use because they don't roll over into the next year. And so I had like 13 days left that I needed to use And I had saved them all year just in case I needed to use them for something. And turns out I didn't have any trips that I had to plan. Or if I did go on trips, I literally worked during like the times that I was in the car and wherever I was, which I don't know if that's good in regard to having like a good work-life balance, but I am giving myself a break in the end of December. And so I'm literally taking off like eight days in a row. Also, this includes like the Christmas holiday and like Christmas Eve observed like those sort of days. And so I'm really excited to have this time that I get to spend like focusing on moving to Atlanta and just kind of adjusting to my new lifestyle and stuff like that. I'm just also spending more time focusing on my podcast and other projects that I've been working on on the side. I have so much to pack because I have not started at all. And I think I'm going to move in like a week, Uh, but I'm also going out of town next week. So I don't have a lot of time in between now and me actually having to move. So I'm going to go ahead and start going into today's podcast episode. Basically, I was reading through Luke and that's what I've been doing through the month of December, um, just because a lot of people have said that this is a really good book to read during Advent season and Christmas season, all that stuff. And so I've been going through Luke, and I'm reading through Luke chapter 8 today. Uh, It's December 8th, so I'm trying to read, like, one chapter each day. Some days I've had to read, like, two chapters just to get ahead, because there's other days where I'm, like, not at home, and so I just don't have the time to read my Bible, Um, which I know I hate, like, saying, but it's just such a busy time of year, and I try to, you know, fit it in when I can, but I know that's a really bad thing that I shouldn't say. I'm, like, trying to fit Jesus into my schedule. but you know, in the moments when I am in the car, like, yes, like I will spend time with the Lord and I will make sure to, you know, spend as much time with him as I can. And I like pray under my breath and stuff like that. But when it comes to like actually wanting to sit down and study the Bible, I want to make sure that I am in the right headspace and heart space so that like, I'm not trying to force this or rush this or anything. And so that's kind of why I've been, wanting to wait until I'm in like a good place like today where I'm not working or I don't have anything crazy going on in the morning and so I can dedicate time where I can study my bible so I'm not just you know trying to check it off my list or anything of that sort. I was reading the parable of the sower and then the portion under that which is titled the purpose of the parables and so I want to read through that and just also share some thoughts that I had regarding that just because i've been really thinking about this a lot lately especially when i was applying for the ministry that i was going to do um, but it didn't work out because of timing but you know i'm still praying that maybe it would work out later on but if not the lord is still good and i can still you know obviously evangelize and you know have a relational style evangelism beyond that and like you know do that in my personal life i've been really thinking about sowing and planting seeds and tending to those seeds, you know, watching them grow so then one day I can see the fruits of my labor and stuff like that. Um, And so I'm going to read the parable of the sower that's in Luke chapter 8 and then just talk about that. But before I get started with today's podcast, I want to start us off in a word of prayer. So dear God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to speak and to share my story, share my thoughts, share my testimony, and share my faith with others. And Lord, just thank you so much for this outlet where I'm able to just speak and share my thoughts and all that stuff. And Lord, just thank you for giving me discernment. Thank you for giving me wisdom in regard to what I'm reading in the Bible so that I'm able to share the good news with other people and Thank you, Lord, for helping me to be an encourager and to, you know, be there for people and to be able to share your word with others. Um, Lord, I pray for the person who is listening to this podcast right now. I pray that you can just show them who you are and in your fullness, Lord. And whatever they are going through right now, whatever season they are in, maybe they are experiencing the fruits of their labor, or maybe they're in a waiting season, or whatever season they're in, Lord, I just pray that you just show them who you are in this season, and that you just seek them out, and that you just reveal to them who you are, and just overwhelm them with your love, and your goodness, and your grace, and your mercy, and just keep reminding them of that, Lord. Um, just thank you so much for all that you do in each and every one of our lives Even if we do not see you working, we know that you are lord. It says in your word lord But I am just so thankful that you placed this call in my life and I am thankful that I said yes to the call And thank you for just guiding me every step of the way. So I pray over this podcast episode I pray you give me the words to speak lord and in jesus name. I pray. Amen. All right So let's get started with today's episode <music> So as I had said before, I am currently reading through and studying the book of Luke just because it's Christmas season and I'm really wanting to understand and study the story of Jesus and his birth and his ministry and his death and his resurrection, all that sort of stuff. And I'm trying to go through at least one chapter every day. I'm gonna try to get ahead as much as I can, uh, but because it's a busy season, like I said before, you know, sometimes I'll read more chapters one day and then none the next just because you know that's how life is sometimes i try my best but i was reading through chapter eight today and it was just such a good word i knew i was being overwhelmed by the holy spirit and i knew i wanted to share about this topic because this has been something that i've been really thinking about on lately just regarding my faith and different types of faith or different definitions of faith or what people believe to be faith Um, just stuff like that because, you know, every now and then I, I mean, I'm a pretty skeptical person and sometimes I will think and wonder, you know, is Jesus real? Is what I'm believing real? But I know for a fact that Jesus and the Holy Spirit is real because, you know, there's no way that all of this could come about on this world without some sort of greater being, greater power on this earth And I've experienced the true love and power of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And so I know for a fact that he is real and that he is good and that he does give me that spirit of peace that I know it sounds cringy to someone, you know, people pray for peace and pray for, you know, power and authority and stuff. Um, But actually experiencing that with the Holy Spirit and believing in that is just so cool. And I'm really thankful that I am saved and I'm really thankful that I have this personal relationship with the Lord because truly I could not go about this life and do things in my own strength. And the way that the Lord calls us to live, I could not walk away from the call that he's placed on my life, I could not walk away from the narrow path that he has placed before me and what he's called me to do and how he's called me to live. Now that I have walked that narrow path and now that I do understand what that's like and what it's like to be a true Christian and the joy and the freedom that that brings, it's even harder for me to, you know, want to walk away from that and to go back to the things of this world just because You know, I have lived in the world and I understand that, you know, living in the world and trying to find your satisfaction in material things and the things of this world that do not satisfy our souls. I have, you know, tried living in that way and it does not bring satisfaction in the way that Jesus does. And so I have really learned and my faith has been really challenged this year, you know, as I've had to navigate certain things and navigate like relationships and dating and uh, being able to stand up for my faith and stand up for myself and to be able to share about Jesus to people who have never heard about him before or have a really bad taste in their mouth about Christianity, having to teach these people and to show them who Jesus really is and who God really is and how much he loves us beyond what any false prophet has ever told you before or what any person who has been a bad representation of Christianity has ever told you. Basically, I have these moments in my faith when I do doubt a little bit because I am going through a hard time and I know that I have been through a lot of hard times throughout my life. If you listen to one of my previous episodes, um, I just released it this last week as I'm recording this, it's called Growing Up Too Fast. I started diving into a little bit of my testimony, just sharing about, you know, the hardships that I faced growing up and there was a lot of different hardships that I faced, but this one was probably the worst. growing up in a, you know, broken home environment and stuff like that and trying to navigate that and also having a bad taste of Christianity in my mouth and having to unlearn everything that I thought I knew about Christianity and everything that I thought Jesus was and and who God is. And realizing and learning for myself who the Lord really is and what a true personal relationship with the Lord looks like and what it's like to be in partnership with the Holy Spirit and relying on the Lord for strength and stuff like that looks like. And so, you know, I've really thought about my faith over the past year and especially recently just because I am going through hard times still And it's a lot of recent stuff that's happening, and I don't feel comfortable talking about it just yet, but things that doubt my faith. Because it's easy for us to sit back and be like, God, why would you have these things happen in my life? Why are these things happening to me? If you really love me so much, why would you put me through this? And I understand that the Lord allows things to happen sometimes because it allows us to grow a greater reliance on him and to encourage us to run back to the Lord. And I'm really thankful that I realized that later on because at first I did not run back to the Lord. There were moments when I did. And I'm really thankful that I just ran straight to the Lord, asked him for strength and stuff like that. But it's really hard when especially you're hurt by people in the church because I know that spiritual trauma is a real thing and it really stinks because like religious trauma, all that sort of stuff. It's just, it's so toxic and it just really puts such a bad taste in your mouth regards to christianity so it's like why would i want to run back to the very religion that hurt me the most and i learned later on that it wasn't the religion itself it's just the people who misrepresented christianity and so i'm really thankful i learned that later on but at the same time i've learned how to have a personal deep relationship with the lord through it all and Really understanding what it's like to be a true Christian and to live out your faith and to show how much you love the Lord and. Love him well in the way that you live out your faith and live out your life. And it's so easy in moments for me to fall back into my flesh. It's easy for me to want to do things in my own strength. It's easy for me to get back into my old mindset and thoughts. And it's easy for me to lash out in anger when I am in a bad mood or anything of that sort. But I have to remind myself who I am in Christ, what the Lord has called me to do, how he's called me to live. And he has called us higher. And so, therefore, I cannot go back to my old ways, I cannot allow myself to live in sin and misrepresent Jesus in that way. Because if I am claiming to be a true follower of Christ, that needs to be reflected in the way that I live and the way that I love others. And so that's something that I've really been convicted by lately. And, you know, each and every day, each and every week, I challenge myself to love others in a different way, whether that is serving or giving more or whether that is just holding my tongue and not saying anything that I shouldn't say. You know, I try every week and it's it's hard to get into a good cycle and a good habit of loving the Lord well by being a good representation of Him in loving others, but... of that to say i really wanted to read through the parable of the sower just because i know there's a lot of truth in that and i know that you guys can definitely benefit from this just as much as i am and i'm really excited to dive into this and then the next portion paragraph below that it's talking about the reason of the parables and all that stuff so i'm really excited to dive into that So I'm going to go ahead and read through the parable of the sower, and then I'll explain it, my thoughts on it, and then I'll go into that next bit. So if you're reading along, I'm in Luke chapter 8, and it's starting at verse 4, but if you're in the car, if you are just listening to this, I will read it aloud. So chapter 8, verse 4, it says, And when a great crowd was gathering, and people from town after town came to him, he said in a parable, and this is Jesus um, speaking in parables to the people, a sower went out to sow his seed. So, what's really funny when reading this, and I realized this when I was reading the um, footnotes, is that although it's referred to as the parable of the sower, the sower is actually the least important part of this parable, and it's only referred to once in this little portion. And the focus is actually on the various kinds of soil in which the sower sows his seed. And so, there's different types of, I guess, soil where you can have your firm foundation in the Lord. And so at first it's talking about the birds of the air who are devouring these seeds and then it's talking about how some fell on the rock and it withered away because there was no moisture in the soil obviously it's not soil it's a rock and some fell among thorns and the thorns choked it and just there was no foundation there obviously and then some fell into good soil And they grew and they yielded a hundredfold. But basically in this parable, it's talking about the importance of having a firm foundation, something that will actually allow something to grow. And when it comes to having a relationship with the Lord, that seed is when someone plants a seed in your heart. So in a moment, I will dive deeper into the parable of the sower, but I really want to read the next portion because it also kind of explains this parable. So going on into verse nine, it reads, and when his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said... They believe for a while, and in time of testing, fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and the riches and the pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. And as for that in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart, and bear fruit with patience. So I basically, you know, that whole portion explains it better than I ever could. So I'm really glad that I read that before going into more detail about the parable. Um, But basically, first of all, it's talking about how the Lord talks in parables, first of all, and those who have ears to hear the word of God, they're able to hear and understand the Lord through these parables and understand Jesus through these parables. Um, Whereas people who, you know, don't believe in Jesus, they're unable to understand what the lord what jesus is saying through these parables and so to them it just seems like a random story about some seeds falling on a path but going deeper into this the seeds along the path represent one group of hearers. so that they may not believe and be saved assumes that the faith is the means of salvation and so when you think about your faith and your relationship with god there's different ways you can have a foundation in the lord And so there's a group of hearers that receive the word with joy and believe. So in verse 12, when it says, the ones along the path are those who have heard, then the devil comes and takes away the word from their heart so that they may not believe and be saved. Um, It's easy to allow the devil to get in the way and for sin to get in the way of our personal relationship with the Lord. um, It's easy for us to be blinded by this. And so therefore we are not able to, you know, understand in its entirety, um, what it means to, you know, be a Christian, have a personal deep relationship with the Lord and to be saved in that way. And then going into verse 13, this group of hearers receive the word with joy and believe. And it seems, you know, enticing to them, like, yes, I want to be saved. And this is in verse 13, it says, and the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, they receive it with joy, but these have no root. They believe for a while, and then in time of testing, they fall away. And so it's easy in these hard times to, of course, run back to the things of this world. And yes, like there are moments and there have been moments in my faith. So for me, I have been in the Christian realm my entire life. I was raised in the church. I have learned what I have supposed to learn about my faith. Never really had a personal relationship with the Lord ever, but I learned enough to know about the Lord and what it meant to be saved. Did I have a personal relationship? No. But it all seemed very enticing to me. And so when I had first heard about what the Lord can do and His awe and His almighty power, it seemed enticing to me. And so in the moments when my faith was really tested, like in the moments when my parents were divorced and I was going through depression and anxiety, And in the moments in high school when I didn't have any friends and I felt really alone or in the moments when I was abandoned by my family member years later and had nowhere to run to and had to figure things out for myself and stuff like that, or in the moments when, you know, things just happen in my life, like inconveniences, where do I run to? Where is my foundation in? how am I able to get through these hardships that I face in my life? These are the moments in life when I should run to the Lord, because that is what it says in the Bible for us to run to the Lord um, so he can give us protection that he can bring us through. Uh, But it's easier said than done, definitely, um, from personal experience. It was easier in these times when I was going through hardships to run to the things of this world, run to what I was told in the world would satisfy me, like when I was alone. I chose to run to guys. I chose to put my worth in guys. I chose to give parts of me just so I could feel some sense of someone being there for me. Or when my parents got a divorce, I was going through a lot. I was very depressed. I chose to just sit in my self-pity and feel bad for myself and just to allow myself to be depressed and be anxious. And I didn't run to the Lord in these moments when if I did, yes, I would still probably be alone, but I wouldn't really be alone because I would be, you know, running back to the Lord, asking him to give me strength through these hard times, asking him to just give me direction and for him to help me be confident in myself because even though what I was going through at the time was really hard, I know who I am in Christ, I... If I had a firm foundation with him at the time, I would understand that this is all for a reason and that this is just building up my character, building up my trust and my reliance on him and trusting in the process and trusting in his timing and trusting in his will for me. Going back into Luke chapter 8 and verse 13, these people who don't have a root in Christ and they're not rooted in the word... They believe for a while and it seems good, but in those times of testing, when hard things happen to us, we fall away. We run back to the things of this world. We run back to the things that the world tells us is actually going to help us. Like if we run to drinking, if we run to partying, if we run to avoidance, if we run to, you know, trying to, you know, satisfy ourselves with material things and stuff like that. If we run to anything, fill in the blank. Just fill in the blank with something that you have ran to in the past to try to satisfy yourself um, when you go through hard times. And when you think about these moments when you did run to the things of this world, you realize, because looking back, like, you realize that these things did not really help you. They did not benefit you. They they did not really bring you through. Like, yes, they will give you temporary happiness, but it's not going to give you that overwhelming joy and freedom that a deep and personal relationship with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, can give you. And that is what I've learned out of my 22 years of living Running to the Lord in these situations in these times of testing when our faith is being tested and when we go through hard things, running back to the Lord, yes, it seems hard and yes, it seems like the Lord isn't working because these things of this world are so accessible and they give us immediate self-gratification and stuff like that, but running to the Lord may not look like that. We're not going to get that instant gratification. We're not going to get an instant prayer being answered. Um, So it is harder to run back to the Lord in these moments when we're going through something. But if you have a firm foundation in the Lord and if you are rooted in him and his word, then you will know, you will have the word on your heart. You will understand that the fruits of your labor and growing that takes time and it takes tending to and it's not going to happen immediately. Not all prayers are answered immediately and sometimes we will have to go through months or even years of testing and pruning and refining and wilderness seasons or seasons where we aren't experiencing change or growth or anything like that it is hard and it's hard when you watch other people who are running to the things of this world to satisfy them in hard times and you see them and they seem happy and they seem like they're doing well and they seem like they've got everything that they need in life and they seem content but then you realize that deep down They are not content and they are still running back to the things of this world to satisfy because nothing in this world will truly satisfy you in the way that Jesus does. You will truly always be striving. If you are in the world and if you are trying to be satisfied from it, you are always going to seek, you are always going to continue to want and to need and to have things in order to be satisfied. Whereas a relationship with the Lord and trusting his timing, trusting his goodness, trusting him gives you that peace, gives you that satisfaction, helps you in these moments of, you know, when you're going through hard times and when you're waiting for an answered prayer, it just gives you that peace in the moment, knowing that, okay, this is not all for bad. This is all for good, that I just need to trust in him in his perfect timing. So now I'm going to go back to Luke chapter eight and then I'm going to go into verse 14. So we just talked about how those who understand the Lord, but they don't have a firm rooted foundation in him wear away and they kind of fall away from their faith when times get hard. And then in verse 14 it says, and as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear, but as they go on their way are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. And this is kind of going back into what I said in verse 13 and what I had said before This third kind of soil that contains thorns describes those who initially embrace the message and they start on their way with their faith, but they do not persevere to maturity and they fail to produce mature fruit because of the cares, riches, and pleasures of life. And so they are overtaken by these material and the worldly things. Therefore, these seeds cannot grow because, you know, obviously they are overtaken by the thorns being the cares and riches and pleasures of life. So then I will move into verse 15, which says, And as for that in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. And so this group hears this with an honest and good heart. They hold it fast and they bear fruit. And they also have patience, which can also be perseverance, showing that fruit bearing in God's kingdom often requires much work before significant results are seen. And so I had said this before. So having perseverance, having patience and trusting that the Lord is going to work through whatever hardship you're going through. Um, and even just throughout this life in general, um, it does take time and it does take a lot of faith. And that's what this whole religion is about. It's having a faith and trust in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And that this whole, honestly, this whole experience on this world is just a waiting season, a major waiting season, waiting for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to come back and to bring us into eternity, bring us to heaven, get us out of this dark world full of sin and full of darkness and just horrible things. It's how we live this life on earth and how we endure what is going on in this world and how we persevere and how we have a firm foundation in the Lord so that we can endure and go through these hard times in this thing called life and how we can minister to others and to show them the true wonder working power of the Lord and to keep going in our faith because the enemy is going to bring about things in our life that are going to try to lead us away from the Lord. So, as for me, reading through this portion of the Bible helped me to kind of see through what the enemy is trying to do in regard to keeping us away from the Lord and to keep us away from understanding the true power of our Lord Jesus Christ. And... All that god wants to provide for us but you see that these seeds are being planted and the seed is a salvation that we receive when we accept jesus christ as our lord and savior and these foundations these various foundations that these seeds are on it really depends how your salvation grows and if it grows in general and so depending on the type of person one person may not have any foundation at all they might have the seeds someone might tell them about jesus christ and christianity but someone may not want to listen and so they're just gonna of course not be able to bear any good fruit from that um there's other people who you know have their foundation on a rock or on thorns people who can hear it and it sounds enticing to them and they go about for some time and try to understand the lord and his fullness but then after a while and when things start to get hard they kind of run back to their old ways and this seed does not grow and bear good fruit But then, when you read more into it, when you have a seed that has a firm foundation, that has moisture, and that allows it to grow after some time, this can grow into something beautiful, something that can withstand, something that does bear good fruit. Having a foundation in this, something that allows us to grow a deeper and more personal relationship with the Lord after some time, we'll just cultivate and grow into something that is so beautiful. And something that will be able to withstand the hardships that we face on this earth. So, all of that to say, throughout my life, I have been told about salvation and what it means to be a Christian and stuff like that. So, throughout my life, I have been told about the love and power of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I have been given this seed of salvation. And there were times when I didn't want to listen at all. There were times when I had a really bad taste of Christianity in my mouth and so therefore I just completely ignored it and I turned away and I ran back to worldly things because That was what I knew and that was what was easier for me and that's what I found to satisfy me, so I thought. And then there were times when I was like, okay, maybe I'll give it a chance. And when things were going well, it was easier for me to run back to my faith. But then when hardships came about and when I was dealing with things and was really challenged in my faith, it was easy for me to, you know, run back and revert to my old ways. And so the past 12 months I have really been working on growing a deeper and personal relationship with the Lord and really learning and understanding and studying his words so that when I do face hardships and when I do face trials of various kinds I will be able to endure and I will be able to overcome and I will be able to stand firm in my foundation in the Lord and understand that the Lord is good amidst everything that I am going through and everything I have dealt with and that I can and I have found true freedom in Christ and I do not need to run to the things of this world to satisfy my soul. For me, that's at least my story and I'm really thankful that I realized and that I learned through reading the Bible what it means to have a true relationship with the Lord and a firm foundation in Him. It's easier said than done. I know it's it takes work and it takes patience and it takes perseverance and it takes time and it is hard because, you know, it takes work and... It's hard when you're watching people who are not running to the Lord for strength and they seem to be doing well and they seem to be doing just fine, doing their worldly things. And then there's me who I don't indulge and I don't go and party and do crazy stuff like that. Um, And I'm over here, you know, just praying to a God and just praying for, you know, the ability to make it through things that I'm going through in my life. And I don't know what this might look like for you. I have no idea what your life is looking like right now. I don't know what kind of foundation you've got um, in regard to your faith and your salvation. But I just pray right now in Jesus name that anything you have learned your entire life about Christianity, I just pray that you set that aside right now. And I pray that you just ask God to reveal himself to you in his fullness. And I pray that he shows you who he is and his grace and his love and his mercy towards us that no matter how far we've gone away from the Lord, no matter how far we've run away from him, and no matter how skeptical we've been, and no matter how many times we've crushed in him and his goodness, and no matter how many times we've decided to go back and to do things in our own strength... No matter what season of life we're in and no matter how our faith is looking like right now, I just pray in Jesus' name that the Lord would... Reveal himself in his fullness to you and to give you peace and to give you strength to endure what is going on in your life and to endure the trials and things that are going on in this world because I know that the world is a very dark place and it's so easy to get caught up in the ways of this world. But I just pray that you will understand what it means to have a deep and personal relationship with the Lord. And I pray that the Lord would just encourage you to run back to him and to read his word and to study who he is. And I say all this in Jesus' name, amen. So that is all I've got for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I certainly did. I always love talking through my thoughts and things that I've learned when I read passages in the Bible and talking about things that I'm going through in regards to my faith and this was definitely something that I needed to read and something that I needed to study into greater detail. I was just reading through this morning and then I was just so overwhelmed because this was just exactly what I needed to hear and I knew I was like I need to pull up my microphone and I need to record a podcast on this just because it also helps me to talk through some things that I read in the Bible and so this is definitely a blessing to myself that I'm able to talk through things. But also, I hope that this can be a blessing to you and to whoever is listening to the podcast. Um, I hope that this can be an encouragement to you all in regards to your faith. And if you do feel alone in your walk with God, I just pray right now that the Lord just shows you who he is in his fullness and that you do not need to feel alone because the Lord is with you wherever you go. And even if you don't see him working right now, he is working behind the scenes and he is working on your story. And There's a greater meaning behind everything that you have ever been through, and I say that from experience because I have been through a lot, and it's so easy for me to sit back and question, why, God, why are you putting me through this? Why am I going through these things in life? But, you know, looking back, seeing answered prayers and other things, I'm thankful that it has shaped me into the young woman that I am today, and I'm thankful that I'm able to sit and, you know, talk with you guys now and share that the Lord is good and he will bring you through. If you haven't been brought through whatever you're going through right now, he will bring you through and he will bring you through a much more confident, strengthened individual. That is all I've got for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please give the podcast a five-star rating. Please share this with your friends. Please follow the podcast in general to stay tuned for upcoming episodes. Um, be sure to follow the Good and Faithful Podcast Instagram, all the good stuff. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Now I got to get to, um, packing so I can move to Atlanta in the next week or so. I'm very excited for that. Um, thankful for answered prayers and super excited to see what the Lord does in this next season of my life. So, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and I will see you guys in my next episode. All right. Bye, guys.